Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. Thank you for pushing play on another episode. And do you know what? Today, I am just going to dive right in because I want to share with you uh, something that I don't want to sit on because hopefully this process will help you as well when it comes to getting yourself set up and getting your practice set up for a really beautifully soul aligned 2023. (laughs) So of course we can't plan for that until we look back on the year that was and what a year it was. (laughs) Everyone that I've been speaking to has been sharing with me that this has been such a tumultuous year, full of lovely chaos in all the right ways. And I think it kind of reminds me of when you shake a snow globe and all the glitter goes everywhere and starts floating around. I think um, that's what 2022 has been. And I feel like 2023 is going to be allowing the glitter to finally settle. Um, And so, yeah, I wanted to give you an insight, just full transparency on my process for planning. And, you know, that begins for me with my own reflection on 2022. So this year started off in a way that was a little bit chaotic for me because I had so much going on, as did many of you. For me, um, again, full transparency, I was going through a lot of stuff because I never got vaccinated and I was having a, a difficult time intellectually and emotionally dealing with um you know, all the behaviors of friends and some family members and people in the community. I mean, I know some of you aren't vaccinated either, so you understand what it was like. And I'm so sorry that everybody went through this, but it really was traumatizing to, you know, be told that there's an unvaxxed economy and you're it and you you can't do any of the things that all your friends are doing because you didn't get a jab and all of this sort of stuff and uh, of course now it's the end of the year and we finally see that um, you know we didn't need to be jabbed um, and all of those sorts of things anyway I don't want to get into a COVID thing with you but I'm just sharing with you that it was very very distressing for me not my decision that I made and I stand by that decision today like that feels so aligned for me Um, I guess what really um rocked my world was seeing how easily people that I had trusted um, could turn and you know that that was scary and I think that's what the trauma was so 
that took time for me to try and integrate. And to be honest, it's still something I'm trying to get my head around. I'm still in the process of repairing friendships and, um, you know, like reintegrating and stuff like that. And every now and again, I feel so um, just like I'm sort of of the world, but not in it. You know, I'm like part of it, but I'm not. And I don't know. It was just really, and I'm sure for for everybody, regardless of whatever decision you made, um, it was such a, yeah, a really tumultuous time for all of us. And I'm from Victoria, so we actually, you know, had a really, really tough time of things here. So as, as you probably know, so that was kind of how my, how my year started. And this really did have a big impact on my business because, um, Although I'm working online and I see all of my clients online, there were many clients that I saw, private practice owners that I saw that were going through similar things. I was struggling with um, everything that was still happening. Um, and so a lot of attention was spent on supporting people with trauma to from, from that whole experience to heal. And I still feel like there's absolutely um, so much more work that counsellors, psychologists and social workers could be doing to support anyone and everyone that was impacted and affected by the events of the recent years, um, irrespective of decisions that they made. But I mean, loved ones not being able to go to hospitals and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. It's traumatic for entire families. And I feel like there's a huge gap in in the marketplace there where there is such a huge need and nobody's really yet moving into that space of um, trauma around all of that. But the other way that it affected me was, so when I was working with clients and they were sharing that, you know, it made me feel like I wanted to do something to help. So I was dealing with my own stuff, plus I was wanting to help other people. And I think from a business perspective, my response to that was to open up more places to support people. And at the time, I felt like that was a good decision to make. But what ended up happening was I didn't allow myself the time that I really needed to process everything that had gone on as well. So um, I then dropped those sessions back and stepped up my supervision. So I went from having uh, supervision monthly to having it weekly for a while. And then I had a three, you know, for three weeks out of the month and then had a fortnightly. Um, and now I'm on to monthly, but honestly, I've got the best supervisor in the world. And um, she was just amazing at helping me sort of work through that. So that was the start of the business year for me. And this was reflected in um, like all the um, emotion of everything that was going on January, February, March. Um, I think now looking back, I can see that that's reflected in my numbers um, when I look at um, the income and the turnover for the practice. So that was that. The other thing that I did then upon that realization is I thought, okay, I need to figure out a way where I can um, shift the focus a little bit and help more people get started with their private practice. And this came about because um, with the communities that I look after, so we've got the Counseling Connect group, which has, oh, I think it's 5,000 
900 members now. Um, we get about 100 new members a week in that group. And then I've got the other group, which is the Australian Counselors in Private Practice Online. Um, I think there's nearly 6,000. No, that's not true. Um, 2,000 in that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes. Um, there were lots of people that were wanting to start private practices or they had started, but they were scratching for clients. It was like, you know, I really noticed that there was a lot of people that were um, sharing that they'd gone and created these websites and they've got these logos and it was all going great, etc., etc. But now they'd opened up their office to crickets. And that, you know, is very disheartening because nobody had told them that they were doing the right things in the wrong order and that's what those recent podcasts were about you know when good counselors have bad businesses it's because they do things in the wrong order because of two reasons either they don't invest the time and the energy to learn how to run a, a private practice um or they just assume that it, you know they can go and rent a room somewhere in the, and have a website and counsel and counseling clients are just going to appear and it doesn't work like that. So there was a increase in the amount of questions that were coming through in those groups at that time about how do I get clients? How do I start a private practice? What forms do I need? All of this sort of stuff. So that's what led me to create the private practice with Soul Success Hub. So I made that a portal. It's got more than 50 resources in it, including like social media templates for them. It's got checklists for them about all the things they need to have in their private practice. There's templates, PDFs, video trainings. Well, you know me, like I'm a giver. So there's heaps of stuff in there. Um, so there's I made that little portal for them. And do you know what? It's probably worth about 200 bucks a month and I charge them seven because I want to make it easy for them to get started because I believe that once they've got their foot in the door and they know what they're doing then they'll be able to um, you know see the value of it and then they will go and invest in other things so I created um, that little membership there and then uh, I also created at roughly the same time because I was in the mood to do it, I created a second tier of the membership which was a $49 membership and that includes all the forms, all the documentation, all the workbooks, you know, extended versions of things that are in the um, Success Hub. So, um it's it's all of course based on this idea of creating a private practice with soul so there's those two um, memberships they were introduced this year and the goal of them was never to make money the goal of them was really to help um, members who need it and it's been such an interesting journey so I've had them for what six or seven months now there's about 240 people in the small membership in the $7 membership and I've got 53 in the $49 membership. Um, so the thing is that people will come in and either they only want the portal and not the Facebook group. Other people are the opposite. They're not interested in what's in the portal. They just want that sense of community. Um, so it's interesting being um, seeing how that plays out. Um, and I support them with like lots of coaching calls and stuff like that. So it has been great in that I feel like I've been able to contribute more to our community by saying, look, here's everything you need in one spot, you know, um, you should be good from here. 
So that's been fantastic. Um, I haven't, I only, well, yeah, if it was March or April, um, with the Success Hub, I decided to make that open all year round. So people could drop in, drop out. Um, And then with the $49 membership, I decided that I was just going to launch that two or three times a year. And do you know what? I haven't launched it since it opened. So it's due for a launch. So you might see something about that over the next little while as well. So anyway, those were two new things that I introduced into my business this year. And that allowed me to cut back a couple of hours from my diary. So that was really, really good. The other thing that um, I did this year, where are my notes, was um, I also stopped a lot of my payment plans. And the reason that I did that was because unfortunately, um, sometimes, and it's only counsellors that are, that are in my groups. And when I say counsellors, I'm talking about anybody who does counselling. So psychologists, social workers, coaches, you know, counsellors. Um, unfortunately, there were a number of um, counsellors that work out of integrity and decided to stop paying for things that they'd received. And, you know, it. I didn't like how that was making me feel. I don't want to feel resentful. I don't want to feel taken advantage of. I don't want to feel um, not valued or not appreciated. And that's how I was starting to feel like people um, wanted to, I don't know. And I got really horrible communications from some people like um, that maybe they forgot why they joined my $7 membership and they'd say, why are you taking money out of my account and all of this? And I know it happens in in business, but I mean, just the lack of professionalism and and the disrespect, it was really upsetting. Um, So I decided that I was going to stop payment plans. So that's that stopped. Um, I used to have payment plans that would go for 12 months because I wanted to help people afford to get the help that they needed. But what was happening was they would do a program that might have gone for, I don't know, two or three months, but they'd be paying it off over 12 months. And we'd come to month six or seven, they'd decide not to pay me anymore. I mean, it was just horrible, you know, just, and I, I still to this day, I mean, disbelief that professional women would carry on like this. So yeah, decided to, it wasn't healthy for me. Um, there needed to be better boundaries in place. And it was a really big lesson for me not to try and help people. What I realized was that a lot of, um, people who go on extended payment plans, um, yeah, in my experience, don't honor them. And yeah, that doesn't feel, I don't want to work with people who are out of integrity. I want to work with people who are in integrity. The whole reason I put them together was to be helpful and kind. Um, and that didn't, didn't work. So the other thing that I learned there was, um, you know, if people want to invest, they will invest. If they don't want to invest, they won't. Um, and there's good and bad apples in every bunch. I know that. But from a business perspective, I realized I needed to make changes because that was also affecting my finances. So I, that's why I stopped doing 12-month payment plans for things. So now, for example, like with Marketing with Soul, um, that just – we just started last week. But that program was um, – and people paid that um, over three months. So, you know, and they're on payment plans for that 
so that when they finish the program, they finish their payments as well. And so that'll put an end to all the drama that was happening. So that was my experience with um, $7. This is what I mean. Sometimes when you try and make things affordable for people, they don't appreciate it. Um, we, we see it in the professional community as well. Anyway, so that was the story there with the membership. So they're both still going. Um and I like them because now I've got good members in there that are super supportive, that I can see who's going in, downloading the stuff, using it. I'm getting tagged in their posts. They're doing so well with those memberships and they're just a pleasure for me to, to do. So they were introduced. Um, that was a new part of my business model. The other thing that I did this year was I made a decision to reduce my hours. So I've been gradually reducing my hours. And the way that I did that was um, I just went into my diary and I was doing like appointments from 10 to 12. And now it's been daylight savings here in Victoria. I changed them to be 9 to nine o'clock and 10 o'clock that people can come and book in. And that just means I get to finish work at 11 a.m. So that feels really good for me. Plus, um, I started putting all of my, well, as many of my coaching calls and program calls on a Monday as possible. Um, and that allowed me to cut back on my one-to-ones there as well. So nearly all of my group stuff happens on a Monday. So I think I do three or four co- group coaching calls on a on a Monday and Q&A calls and things like that. So that was the shuffle around with the diary. And then um, the other change to my business model this year was I introduced another passive income stream and for me that was Etsy as you know so um, that started three months ago and to date I've generated 1018 US dollars which I think is about I don't know 1400 Australian um, just from selling you know my my online um, products there now since I've started doing that and telling people, hey, I've got this for you in the Hey Therapist shop, I've been approached by lots of counsellors wanting to do something similar. And the thing is that you can, but I, I would wait until you've got money coming in from the business first. And here's why. It can take time to create your products. And it can take time to list them. You've got to do your SEO. You've got to do, you know, all of the things. You've got to know how to write a description. You've got to know, you've got to set up how people are going to get their um, products from you and all of this sort of jazz. And if you're like me, you spend a lot of time on Canva, you can lose hours to it. Now, if you're in a position with your business where you're, you know, scratching for clients and you're you're needing clients, you're going to make more money from one client session than you will from, from selling something on Etsy. Trust me. Etsy is a long-term game. Um, it takes time. The way that you make money on Etsy is by volume. So my goal with my Etsy store is, it's ridiculous now, it's, pro, it's I was going to say it's probably not going to happen. It definitely won't happen. Um, as at the time of this recording, I think I've got 169 products in my store. So hang on, I'm just going to get my calculator and do the math for you. So that's say 93 days in three months, 169 divided by 93. It's about two products every single day of the week that go up. So I do spend 
time. I mean, I'm getting more proficient at it the more I do it. You know, I've created my own templates and shortcuts and everything now, but it is a learning curve at the start. You do make mistakes. It takes time to get your Etsy store approved. Da 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 da. Plus, you've got to have a niche. So, my niche is private practice with soul. My niche is selling things on Etsy for therapists. Um, that love the spiritual things as well as therapists that don't, but this is my niche, right? If you want to go and sell other things like for anxiety, for your clients for anxiety or for your clients for depression or for your clients for trauma, um, my suggestion would be understand from the outset you're going to be spending two to three hours a day in the beginning um, maybe four or five creating stuff getting set up writing descriptions doing your seo making the stuff and it's going to be a while before you start seeing sales okay the other thing too is you need to be very consistent with etsy um Etsy monitors everything that's happening in your shop for the first three months and then it makes a decision about, you know, whether or not you're going to be um, approved to be a star seller. So I was very, 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 very blessed um, on the 1st of December, it marked my first three months in business with Etsy and I did get the star seller um, badge which is amazing because it means now that my shop products get a boost. It means that they get shown to more people. It means I get um, all my stuff shown on the first pages of everything. So, But it takes work and dedication to get there. So I would suggest if you want to have a passive income, absolutely go for it with Etsy if you already are supporting yourself financially. Don't do it if you're in a, in a place of trying to generate income because it's going to be much easier for you to get one fee-paying counselling client than it will be to get $160 from selling things on Etsy. And you've got to remember, when you sell on Etsy, everything's pretty affordable, right? Like some of my things are only $3 or $4. So think how many of those things I'm going to have to sell to make a session fee, right? The energy that you put into selling is the same, whether or not it's for something that's going to be three or four or five dollars versus a session, right? It's the same energy. So don't start other projects until you've got your private practice into a place where the income is flowing and and it's just generating really nicely. Um, The other thing that I did with my business model this year, the other change I made was to put boundaries around email. Um, And the reason that I did that was, again, it's just me looking after my energy, me looking after my time, me setting boundaries. Um, And so I am online, like my whole business is online. It's on Facebook um, and I know not everyone's on Facebook, so it's also Instagram. So I've just got an autoresponder now that says, do you know what? Um, If you've emailed me, you should definitely contact me on Facebook or Instagram because this email is no longer being monitored. I just cancelled email. I just... It's not my thing. Um, I waste a lot of time on it. it. It creates a lot of back and forth and it create it was creating dependency with my clients. Like some of them were like, I can't come to this session. Can you rebook? And then I was doing the whole, well, here's the link. Go and, you know, use the link and, and find another time. And it was just all this back and forth. And it was 
draining a lot of my energy and it was drain it was taking me away from helping which was my big thing right my whole big thing is I want to be helping and I just didn't feel like I was helping with stuff on email and the things that were coming through so now I run an email free private practice um it feels really good (laughs) it feels really really good um okay so they're the changes that were made this year. And here's the thing, like I never planned to set up an Etsy store. I never planned to have two memberships. Um, I never planned to be cutting back my hours. All these things that happen were just organically um, evolving in the business. But here's the thing that I've learned. I've learned that um, I want to create a plan for 2023 and the way that a plan is going to work for me is if I align it with my values and if I align it with my shadow values. And so here's what I'm thinking 2023 is going to look like for me. I'm going to work less in my business um, and more on it. Why? Because it turns out I'm my happiest when I'm working on it. I love creating content. I love doing videos. I love making stuff for my members. I love doing the group coaching calls. That's where my passion is. I really, 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 really love that. So I'm going to be leaning more into creating space for myself to work on the business. The other thing that I'll be doing next year that aligns with my values is I really want to be not replacing my one-to-one clients. When my one-to-one clients finish, they will be finished. Um, And what I'm going to do is increase um, the groups because that's where I feel now like my business is scaling and this is where I see it going. I It will allow me to help more people. Um, so I'll be able to increase that and lean into that value, which feels really good. Um, it'll be better for me financially, which feels really good because, you know, I'm financially like the breadwinner in my family at the moment. I'm looking after my mom and, of course, little Gabe. Oh, little Gabe. He was in the backyard the other day. And I don't know what happened, but he knocked his dew claw off. I know, the poor little fella. We had to go down to the vet and everything and he got a little Band-Aid on his paw. And So he's knocked out with pain medication at the moment. That's why you can't hear him running around. (laughs) So he's having a little sleep on the bed, poor love. Um, Yeah, so I've lost my train of thought. So, yeah, I'll be able to have more, more time to be present to look after both of them right and keep them up to date with everything that they need and that feels really good for me to be able to be in a position where I can do that for them so that's values driven for me um letting go I never thought I'd be letting go of one-to-ones um I still will do business mentoring but probably not one-to-one um that'll probably go more into my group so um There's a high-level mentorship that I am launching at the moment and the reason that came about was because when I was interviewing ladies for Marketing with Soul, 
Um, There were a bunch of them that were saying, well, do you know what? I don't need to know my niche. I don't need to set up my automations. I've got clients. I've got a waiting list. Um, I'm already established in in my practice, Brooklyn. Like, can you put something together for me or for women like me? So that's what I've done. So it's a high level mentorship that's for women who are in established private practices. Um, So they're not looking for clients or anything like that because when you're just starting, your challenges are different to when you've been in it for a while. So yeah, we've created this high-level mentorship. Now I'm doing a beta program of that, which will just go for three months. Um, And at the end of that three months, it'll be launched as a 12-month high-level mentorship. And it, it feels so aligned for me to do that, like to imagine being in a space of, you know, maximum five other women and to be sitting there and thinking, you know, isn't this amazing that we all get to come together and support each other with our practices and You know, I love the idea of a 12-month container because it will get them off the hamster wheel of hopping from coach to coach or, you know, mentor to mentor. It will mean that they'll have the capacity there to meet with the same people every month, um, develop those deeper relationships, get better traction on things. And do you know what? It just feels like it lights me up. It sets my soul alight when I think about how amazing that space can be for those women. And it's just a, a gift for me to be able to be able to share it. So I'm excited for that. So that'll happen. Um, and yeah, so that's in launch at the moment for the little, the trial version, which only goes for three months. The trial version is $500 a month for three months. Um, you can pay in full $1,500 or you can pay by the month the, the $500. After that, um, the fee is $1,000 a month for 12 months. So that just feels so, 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 so good. I'm really excited about that. If you want to get in on the trial, um, you absolutely can. Just let me know. Two places have gone, so there's only three left. Um, I just advertised it yesterday. But um, yeah, of course, jump into that if you like. The other thing that um, I'm doing next year is I have a, I've bought this beautiful big wall planner and I'm a very visual person, right? So I've got my um, vision board on my wall at the moment. So um, my vision board actually has on it now, I'm looking at it right now, and it says that, you know, my goal was to get $15,000 a month in recurring revenue coming through for the private practice. So recurring revenue is, um, you know, payments, payment plans, um, membership payments, stuff like that. So recurring revenue, not the one-off payments. Um, and I look at that every single day. And then as I got on here this morning, I was just checking and my um, monthly recurring revenue is $18,000 a month. So that's not including things from Etsy. It's not including my um, one-offs. It's not including other programs and packages and things like that. That's only the portion of my business that comes in every month. So this allows me, but the reason that I had a focus this year on raising my monthly recurring revenue. So at the start of the year, it was 13,000. Um, now it's, I think it's 17,775 or something. Um, 
So I've bumped that by whatever, 5,000, I think, in the in the 11 months. The reason it was important to me to have that recurring revenue, and I'm such a big believer of recurring revenue, is because I, I like to be able to know that if I have to take time away from work, I've still got money coming in. And this has just provided my business with such a beautiful safety net um, and it just gives me breathing space. Like it takes all the pressure off and it, it you know, it's sad for me to see counsellors in our groups talk about the upcoming quiet period and I understand why they see it that way. It's because they haven't learned how to do things like set up monthly recurring revenue yet and to be honest, even when I say, hey, I, I can teach you this, there's not many of them that are interested in learning. Um, and they're the ones that will still come back in and talk about how it's a quiet period or how they have to work when they're sick and stuff like that. And yeah, it just, I don't understand what the what the resistance is to getting help and to getting support. It's still something that I need to do more work on with my community and find out um, why there is that resistance. Because once you get help, and you learn how to set up monthly recurring revenue, it will, for me, it's just given me, as I said, breathing space. Like if something happened to mum and she had to go to hospital for two weeks and I couldn't work, I know now I've still got that nearly 18,000 coming in. Even if I don't do a, a class or a lesson or, or do any work for those two weeks, I know I've still got that money coming in. Do you see what I mean? Like it just, it gives me the freedom and that's one of my big, 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 big values. It's having freedom of choice, um, having freedom like financially to know that if I'm needed somewhere else, I can be somewhere else. My family comes first, not my business. My family comes first. I know if something's, you know, if Gabe needs surgeries and treatments and goodness knows what I know that the money's coming in to pay it I don't have to stress about finding it and it's because I've got this monthly recurring revenue so it's at say 18,000 now I'm just rounding up so my goal for next year is to get it to 25,000 a month um, because that would just give me even more freedom right so and I like having goals, you know, I'm very competitive with myself. And I mean, if I could increase it by um, five or 6,000 this year, there's no reason why I couldn't increase it by another five or 6,000 next year, which would take me to say 23 to 25. I could aim for 25 and be happy if I got 23. So that's where that is at the moment. And yeah, I work eight hours a week. So, you know, it's not like I'm working 40 hours a week seeing clients I have my one-to-one clients for two hours on a Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and Friday the other thing that I've done for next year is I've cancelled all work on Friday I'm giving myself Friday off so I'm only going to be available um, for work on Mondays for the group stuff and then Tuesdays Wednesdays Thursdays to finish off people who are in one-to-one services with me Um, and as they finish I will close off more days in my diary or I will use that time to set up additional groups um, if there's a demand and all of that sort of jazz so this is where next year is going for me it's going to be scaling down time scaling up the amount of people that I can help and I'll do that through groups and it's going to be scaling up my monthly recurring income 
and scaling up, of course, the annual income with all the other bits and pieces. The other thing that I want to do um, that I was going to say before was my goal is to have a thousand um, items. I was going to say objects, a thousand products in my Etsy store. Um, so I'm hoping like I've got some time off over Christmas and I'm really hoping that I'll be able to, you know, get a couple of hundred things added into the store. As I said, with passive income, it does, it's passive-ish because it takes time to create things and get them listed and, and put them up. But you know what? Once they're up, they're up. And um, I've got things that are selling now that I put up in my first week or two of having the store. Um, and I'm starting to, now that they've been like, I think I've had 69 orders and I've sold I don't know, 121 things. I think I've had 121 sales or something. So I've got repeat buyers, which feels really, really good. Um, and I've got lots of lovely reviews and that all feels really, really good. But I know the more I get in there, I can, once it's in, it's in and you can leave it alone and it will make money all by itself. So um, this is my plan to try and, increase the um, revenue from the Etsy store next year as well to replace um, some of the one-to-one. So in order to do that, I need volume. So that, that's my plan next year. Scale down time, scale up the amount of people that I can help and impact, scale up the monthly recurring revenue and get a thousand, this is my goal, by this time next year, I want to have a thousand um, products in the Etsy store. So my plan for next year, while I don't have um, everything like mapped out to the day, I have gone and bought a big wall planner. And what I'm going to do now is now I know what the plan is. I just need to create a strategy for it. So on my wall planner, it's got, um, you know, it's 12 months on like that big sheet of cardboard type thing. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to go and um, highlight, you know, in this month, um, I'm going to run this program. In this month, I'm going to run that program. In this month, I'm going to run that program. And I'll highlight when I need to send out my emails before and after and, um, you know, what I need to put on my social and, and do all of those things. So it's all there. And the other thing that I'm going to do is I have um, written emails for, um, my launches and stuff like that. So I'm going to go and schedule all of them over Christmas so that I don't even have to worry about anything. Everything's just going to happen nice and easily for me next year. <laughs> this is my plan. So I just want to get a whole lot of stuff scheduled in Flowdesk. That's my email um, program. So I want to get everything scheduled in Flowdesk. Um, I want to get everything scheduled in Canva that marries up with my launches so that all my launches will just happen on autopilot. I'm not going to get stressed. They're just going to happen. Um, and that all feels so, 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 so good to me. So less work, more helping, more time, more freedom. This is the plan for next year. And I'm so, 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 so excited about it. Um, I would love to hear what your plans are for next year as well. Um, I was thinking of running a planning training um, for the Success Hub. So the Success Hub receive a free training every single month um, and they get access to that for 72 hours and then it's um, removed and it is stored in the inner circle um, and for life. So I will 
do that, um, they get that the third Friday of every month. So, oh, this is the first Friday of December coming up, isn't it? So I'll do it for a fortnight. I'll put it in the Success Hub. So if you want to grab it, you can just pop along to the hub. If you need the link, let me know. Um, or if you're a member of the Inner Circle, I will absolutely upload it there after it's been in the Success Hub for three days. And you can have a look at my planning process and see if it's something that aligns with you. Um, as I said, my my planning process is values based and it just feels really, 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 really good because it's aligned with me and my values and where I'm at now. So that's it. I hope that this podcast episode um, is received in the way that I intended. I just wanted to be open, honest, transparent um, and show you what it's like behind the scenes with um, my little practice at the moment and yeah just to be here to show you that you do get to create a private practice from your soul that fills your soul that feels so 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 good and gives you um yeah the 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 ability to choose, the ability to have freedom and not worry about where the next penny is coming from. If I can do it with my backstory, you can absolutely do it with yours. And if you need help, of course, just tap me on the shoulder. Just come and say g'day on Facebook or Instagram and I'll absolutely um, point you in the right direction. There's so many resources that I've created for you, some free, some paid, um, that you can absolutely avail yourself of so that you can create a values-based plan for your private practice next year. I hope you love it so much. Thanks for listening to another episode. I'll see you next time. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.